Today we conclude the sermon series that we've been in through this season of Lent called Relentless. And today's word is Relentless. And we're reading from Matthew's Gospel, it's chapter uh, 27, and it's verses 1 through uh, 26. Uh, Not only is today uh, Palm Sunday, but it is also known as Passion Sunday. The reason behind it, having both of those titles, is that um, there may be some of you who cannot make the entire journey throughout the week, um, through Monday, Thursday, and uh, Good Friday, and so we don't want you going from celebration to celebration. And so that's why the passion narrative is so vitally important on this Sunday, in addition to uh, the Palm uh, narrative. So again, Matthew chapter 27 verses 11 through 26. Now Jesus stood before the governor, and the governor asked him, Are you the king of the Jews? And Jesus said, You say so. But when he was accused by the chief priests and elders, he did not answer. Then Pilate said to him, Do you not hear how many accusations they make against you? But he gave him no answer not even to a single charge, so that the governor was greatly amazed. Now, at the festival, the governor was accustomed to release a prisoner for the crowd, anyone whom they wanted. At that time, they had a notorious prisoner called Jesus Barabbas. So after they had gathered, Pilate said to them, Who do you want me to release for you? Jesus Barabbas? or Jesus who is called the Messiah. For he realized that it was out of jealousy that they had handed him over. While he was sitting on the judgment seat, his wife sent word to him, have nothing to do with that innocent man, for today I have suffered a great deal because of a dream about him. Now the chief priests and the elders persuaded the crowds to ask for Barabbas, and to have Jesus killed. The governor again said to them, which of the two do you want me to release for you? And they said, Barabbas. Pilate said to them, then what shall I do with Jesus, who is called the Messiah? All of them said, let him be crucified. Then he asked, why? What evil has he done? But they shouted all the more, let him be crucified. So when Pilate saw that he could do nothing, but rather that a riot was beginning, he took some water and washed his hands before the crowd, saying, I am innocent of this man's blood. See to it yourselves. Then the people as a whole answered, his blood be on us and on our children. So we released Barabbas for them. And after flogging Jesus, he handed him over to be crucified. The word of God for the people of God. Would you pray with me, please?
God, we ask that we can hear with clarity the word that you would have for us today. We ask that your preacher be nothing more than just a vessel, an instrument of your grace. It's in the name of Jesus Christ, our Lord, that we pray. Amen. The parade concludes, and the shouts of Hosanna fade. Soon those shouts will be replaced by cries for Barabbas. Pilate and his fellow Roman overlords, they have a custom. On a high Jewish holiday, they will release a prisoner from death row at the request of the Jewish leaders. And so Pilate, on his judgment seat, he places before the people two polar opposites. And he says, who do you want? Who do you want? On one side, we have Barabbas. He's notorious, they say. A menace to the public. A murderer an insurrectionist, a man who seemingly has no values, no morals, no conscience. He is known for nothing more than his contrarian behavior and his tendency to kill, steal, and destroy. We have Barabbas here who deserves his chains. He is a bad man. He is the most wanted. On the other side, there is Jesus, known for healing the sick, restoring sight to the blind, cleansing the lepers, freeing the demon-possessed, raising the dead. A man who Pilate knows has done no wrong. He is on death row because of jealousy. He doesn't deserve punishment. None whatsoever. Who do you want? Pilate asks. Barabbas. Who do you want? Relentlessly they shout, Barabbas, Barabbas, give us Barabbas. You want Barabbas? Pilate says, I'll let you have them here in a minute. But first, tell me, what do you want me to do with this Jesus of Nazareth, the one called the Messiah? They shout, crucify him. Pilate says, but but what evil has he done? They shout again, crucify him. Pilate, knowing that 
this outcome is already predetermined. Pilate orders for Barabbas to be freed. And the key turns the tumbler. And his shackles, they fall. Barabbas is set free to live. Pilate washes his hands. He says, this man's blood is not on me. The crowd that shouted for Barabbas and the, the crowd that shouted crucify him, they said, that's okay. We will bear his blood. You just do the work for us. And all of this happens without Jesus saying a word. Not a word. He has been called the Word of God. He has been proclaimed as the one through whom all things came into being through with the utterance of words. Yet here he stands on death row and nothing. They shout, but he stands in silence. And Jesus' silence speaks louder than any words could. By not objecting, by not pleading, by not arguing, by not calling for an army of angels to come to his rescue, Jesus is saying, let them have Barabbas. Let Barabbas go free. I know he's a bad man. I know he's guilty. But let him walk. It's fine. I'll take his place. Jesus knew in that moment. Jesus knew from the onset of time as we know it. Jesus knew. Jesus knew that he would have to be treated like Barabbas so that the Father could treat Barabbas like Jesus. It is not the crowd who cries for Barabbas that sets him free. It is not Pilate with his clean hands who sets Barabbas free. It is the grace and the mercy and the love of God that sets Barabbas free. Jesus loves Barabbas. You hear me? Jesus loves Barabbas. For God so loved the world, for God so loved Barabbas, God sent his son for Barabbas. Who is Barabbas?
I am. I am Barabbas. You are. We are Barabbas. And Jesus says to the Father, I love Barabbas. And I want Barabbas to live into the fullness of the kingdom with us. Even though he doesn't deserve it. Even if he is guilty. Even if he is bad. I love Barabbas. We are. Barabbas. And the love of God, the love of God for Barabbas is a relentless love. The love of God is so relentless that nothing can separate Barabbas from it. No height, no depth, no powers, no rulers, nothing in all of creation can separate. Barabbas from the love of God. God's love is proven for Barabbas. God's love is proven for us. Though while we were yet sinners, Christ died. Barabbas lived. Listen carefully. Nobody gets what they deserve. Nobody gets what they deserve. And there is only one reason why nobody gets what they deserve. And that is the overwhelming never-ending, reckless, and relentless love of God. Who do you want? Beloved, we are the most wanted. Let us pray. God, we don't fully understand why it has happened the way that it has happened. But we thank you for your love that is so relentless. Pray, God, that we not only have an awareness, an acknowledgement of it, but we pray, God, that we can be moved by it. We pray.
pray that we respond to it with as much love as we can muster back. in the name of the crucified one that we pray and all God's people say